On the path to success, we find many adversities. What and to whom can be the stumbling block? Are we being spiritually punished for some things? Or is there something or someone trying to hinder us from receiving Almighty God's blessings? Thinking outside the plantations is based on the evidence-based perspective. Evidence shows who and what is oppressing people today. The plantations of depression, suicide, domestic violence, and addictions will not define us. We have the power to become free. This book will guide you through breaking the chains, thus enabling you to step off those mental and philosophical plantations that impede your social growth. This book is written by abuse survivors and designed for your individual and group studies. Books are available on Amazon.com, both the instructor's manual and the individual book. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. As we read uh, Psalm 143. Amen. Praise God. Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy in your faithfulness and righteousness. Come to my relief. Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy in your faithfulness and righteousness come to my relief. Do not bring your servant into judgment, for no one living is righteous for you. The enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in the darkness like those long dead. So my spirit grows back within me. My heart within me is saved. I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider 
what your hands have done. I spread out my hands to you. I search for you like a parched land. Answer me quickly, Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, or I will be like those who go down to the pit. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord, for I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, Lord, preserve my life, and your righteousness bring me out of trouble. Altogether, verse 12. In your unfailing love, silence my enemies. Destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. May God add a blessing to the hearers, readers, and doers of his holy word. From all that dwell below the skies. From all that dwells below the skies. From that spake all these words saying I am the Lord thy God who brought thee out of the land of Egypt out of the house of bondage thou shalt have no other gods before me to keep his my God to thee, nearer to thee. Christ our Savior saith, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the great and first commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, and on these two commandments hang all of the law and the prophets. Glory be to the Father. 
into the sun, into the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Uh, do we have any announcements? Amen. Okay. Amen. Well, uh, we will be resuming Bible studies back on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Uh, starting this week. Um, that's Bible studies at 7 p.m. And uh, Sunday worship is at 2 p.m. You know, have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. So, God for, I applied for an oh, but I applied for it in Ohio. Okay. With that being said, uh, oh, Sister Nicole, you had an announcement. Oh, no, I thought she was uh, saying an announcement. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay, amen, that's all right. Mm-hmm, amen, okay. So we have a uh, Bible study Tuesday at 7 p.m., you know, and Sunday worship will be uh, Sundays at uh, 2 p.m., okay? Uh, with that being said, uh, are there any prayer requests? Uh -huh. Okay, I mean, what you say about the weekend? Oh, I said uh, church worship is at 2 p.m. on Sunday. And Bible study will be Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. 7 p.m. Okay. And with that being said, are there any prayer requests? Well, all about families, you know, family members, you Yes. 
thought, you know, I read in the paper last week, this woman at Mayor, how you, she said, I think she's a therapist and a psychologist or something. The longest story that was saw a child out of the store, and the child had bruises where you really shouldn't have bruises and things, and I guess the way the child was asking. Well, anyway, they left the child store. He had taken the, you know, uh, right number down and turn it police something and it just didn't look like the way the child was asking. And mm. they and you know anyway the place the bike was given it and it was an Austin town. Police went to the house and was children. There were two other children. There was a dog. I'm not gonna go into scripture, but it was filthy. And anyway, the other children looked like uh, they weren't taken care of either or whatever. just be food for thought to treat people with kindness. Do on to others as you want others to do on to you. You don't want to be beat. Don't be beating nobody else. If you or a loved one is suffering from abuse, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. Again, 1-800-799-7233. Or text START to 88788. This information was found online and brought to you by Studying in the Word with Minister Michelle Carter Douglas. Put it on your altar. Tell him to work it out. He'll work it out. Put it on your altar. All of your burdens, just bring them out. Put it on your altar. 
Oh, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. So you need to put it on, put it on, put it on, Yes, Lord. Father God, we just want to say good afternoon, oh Heavenly Father. Father God, we are coming to the altar. Father God, we are coming to the altar, Heavenly Father, to be refreshed, to be rejuvenated, to give you respect, to glorify your holy name, oh God. Father God, when I was growing up, I heard actions speak louder than words, Father God. Let us, the people of God, speak to you not only in words, but in actions. Heavenly Father, we say that we love, we glorify you, Father God, then let us show 100% respect to you, O God. Father God, we say that we trust you, but Heavenly Father, are we really putting it on the altar? Father God, we know we fall short, but that does not give us the excuse to keep on tripping. Father God, we glorify you. Father God, all of our anxieties, we're going to put it right here on the altar. And we're going to stop picking it back up. When we say that we trust you and we hear your words, lean not unto our own understanding. Let's always be so. Sometimes, Father God, we're working, we're walking in the darkness because we refuse to turn on the light. Sometimes we find ourselves in confrontational positions because we're looking to confront somebody. Sometimes we find ourselves in this place of loneliness because we shut everybody out. Yes, there's a pandemic going on. Yes, there's all kind of catastrophic events going on. Yes, there's hardships. Yes, there's tribulations, but there's also God. Father God, people run around being angry, getting frustrated, but we're not putting it on the altar. We're complaining, but we're not putting it on the altar. Then we go into the actions. Father God, we say that we're putting it on the altar, but as soon as we get back up or two days later, we talk about the same issue that we said we gave to God. Father God, on this altar, we we, we, we put in change, change for the good on the, on the altar. So shall we be changed in the name of Jesus? So shall we be healed in the name of Jesus? So shall we be encouraged in the name of Jesus? So shall we be restored in the name of Jesus? Yes. What are we worrying for? We are 
called, chosen, glorified, sanctified, and justified by God, my, God Almighty himself. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now we are lifting up the Carter family, the Douglas family, the Wilson family, the Culver family, the Casey family, the Miller family, the Payne family, the Orr Johnson family, the Evelyn McWilson family, the Sims family. Father God, we are lifting up the um the 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 Wilson and Clark family in the name of Jesus, the Woods family in the name of Jesus, the Bryan family in the name of Jesus. Yes, the Jenkins family in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, hallelujah. Yes, the, the Terry and the and the Charles family in the name of Jesus. Yes, oh God. Yes, the Larkin family in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, and you know who they are. You know them by name, oh God. Yes, the Beasley Martin family. We're lifting them up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, praise God. Woo, hallelujah. The Forestine family, the Lucy family. Yes, we're lifting them up in the name of Jesus. Yes, oh God. Yes, oh God. Yes, yes, yes. The Massey family, we lifting them up in the name of Jesus. Yes, the Greenwood Harker family, we lifting them up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, praise you, oh God. The Alexander family, we lifting them up in the name of Jesus, oh Heavenly Father. Yes. Yes, Father God, anybody, the people of God can get some of these prayers. We pray for one another. Yes, oh God, we pray for one another, Father God. Hold us in the name of Jesus. Father God, breathe your sweet Holy Spirit on us from the crowns of our head to the very soles of our feet. Restore us, oh Lord. Breathe on us, repelling all diseases, illnesses, pestilences, Strands of the COVID, strands of the coronaviruses, strands of the flus, all, all potential harms and danger. Father God, we just ask you to close doors that no man can open and open doors no man can close. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you for safe traveling mercies on these highways, byways, roadways, those selling in the waterways and flying in the airways, oh, Heavenly Father. Yes, Father God, we ask that you camp around our houses, be the hedge of protection, our fortress. Yes, yes, oh God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just right now, we want all mouths, Father God, open that have witnessed any wrongdoing, heard of any wrongdoing. Father God, let it so shall be told so it can be addressed. Father God, those that need to confess, confess in the name of Jesus. Yes, those that need repenting, repent in the name of Jesus. Yes, oh God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, those, those liars, those, those uh, people who start rumors, Father God, so shall they come to know who God Almighty is. And Father God, we ask for justice justice in the eyes of you oh god justice for that anybody that contributed to lies father god we ask for justice in the name of jesus yes restitution in the name of jesus 
Yes, oh God. Yes. Father God, we just ask that you cover. Cover the people of God with protection. Protect our children, our children's children, and their children, and their children's children. Father God, we reestablish and reconnect our covenant with you. As so our brothers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Father God, we come to the altar to be whole. We come to the altar to be cleansed. We come to the altar to be loved. We come to the altar to be restored. We come to the altar to be rejuvenated. We come to the altar to be fed. We come to the altar, oh God, and we are healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glorify you. We serve you, oh God. We serve you. Everybody say hallelujah. We give God the praise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our creator, our restorer. Yes, oh God. Yes, oh God. Father God, the devil's trying to tear us apart, but the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar and the truth ain't in him. Father God, we are going to forgive those that persecuted us. We are going to put all their ugly words in the sea of forgiveness. We're going to stay on the battlefield for the Lord. We are going to reclaim job positions. And we are going to overlook the wrong. We are going to conquer our fear in the name of Jesus. What do we have to be afraid for? We have already been prayed for. We are already got King Jesus on our team. There's nothing that we need to be afraid of. We are more than conquerors. We are under Jehovah Nisi's banner. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter what people say about us, against us. It's a badge of honor because as my son even said, they talked about Jesus. And when they talk about people who do good and is good, it's a badge of honor. It's a badge of honor. Father God, we just right now ask to touch the lives that were taken away from that lady in 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 california that was from uh houston texas father god we see in the world today even with the actress Anne hache driving under influence or driving uh in rage father god we, we, we just people right now they 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 go through relationship problems and and, and then they want to commit suicide or homicide. Father God, there's just too many people in this world to be worried about one person. The only one person we need to be concerned with is you. Is Jehovah Jireh, Elohim, Abba Father, Yahweh, Yes, the only the only somebody we need to follow is Jesus. Yes. Yeshua. Yes. Our counselor, our rock, our redeemer. 
Father God, let these people understand life is too short. But Father God, we all have a purpose. We all have a time. And let it be used in light. Let it be used for a greater good. Life is too short for chaos, for anger. The devil is a liar. The devil instituted suicide when he came to the Adam and Eve to tell them to take that fruit. That was suicide. And Father God, we're casting suicide in the pits of hell along with the adversary by the blood of Jesus. Let everybody understand they have a calling in life. They have a purpose in life. They are loved, Father God. We just want them to be encouraged. And Father God, my heart goes out. My heart goes out to all victims and their families, oh God. The adversary is on the mission to seek and destroy. And Father God, I see it. What you mean? I see it. He's trying to tear people apart from the inside out. Division of the families. Division within themselves. Father God, we put all of this on the altar today because as we all come together as Reverend Monica Beasley Martin said, if 10,000 people come together to do good, what a multitude of good we can do in the name of Jesus. Father God, I just ask that you touch me, that I keep the zeal that I Refine the zeal because sometimes, Father God, I get discouraged. I'm a little discouraged because of people's actions. And it's so easy, Father God, to see how some people in the world is. I, I want to just go back and be a, in a bubble. But, Father God, we going to, you and I, we going to bust that bubble wide open. Father God, just Pour out your love and favor and endow me that I do your will. Father God, I'm putting fear up on this altar this afternoon. I don't have to be in fear of nobody hurting me. Man can take my body, but man can't take my soul. Father God, I want to, I don't want to say be fearless. I, I, I want to be anointed so that I could do your work. I want to be able to look at people as true brothers and sisters in Christ, true people. Father God, not running when they say certain things or do certain things, because I want to go back into that. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be hurt. Jesus was hurt. And if I say I follow Christ, I'm going to pick up my cross. And I'm going to leave those nails of fear right on the ground. I'm ready to pick up my cross, oh God. And leave the devil of fear behind. Father God, I just thank you for keeping me. From even in my mother's womb, I thank you for keeping me. I thank you for 
loving me. I thank you for restoring me. And Father God, I just pray for that for everybody out there. Everybody out there. Father God, who is undergoing fear and anxiety and anger. Father God, right now on this altar, I'm putting the prayer that everybody comes into the knowledge that nobody owes them anything. Nobody owes them anything. We owe God everything. Yes, we were hurt. But we got to get over that. We got to help the lost souls. We have work to do. We don't have time for no woe is me. We don't got time for no pity parties. We don't got time for none of that. We need to be coming up on the rough side of the mountain, helping people up on that rough side of the mountain so we can get to the position that we need to be so that we can continue to help people. And when it's time that we reach that rough, uh, top of that rough side of the mountain, Father God, we can look in your face and you can pull us the rest of the way and you can embrace us and you can hug us so tight. Father God, you could pick us up and just cradle us and hold us. And you say, my child, my child, as you are just rocking us back and forth, my child, my child, job well done. You have made it in. Glory to you, oh God. Glory. And Father God, when we make it in, there's no more diseases. There's no more goodbyes. There's no more heartache. There's no more pain. There's no more cruel world. There's no more addictions. There's no more. There is peace in the valley, and the valley is with you, God. We're not going to have peace on this earth, and that's okay. Because we have peace with you, seeking the peace. To find peace in the midst of chaos. To be able to look someone in the face that have wronged us and say, look, I love you anyway. And I pray for your change. And I'm going to love you right now. And I'm going to love you as your change. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now. Father God, I don't want to have the last word no more. I don't want to say those ugly curse words no more. I don't want to hate on people no more. I just want love in my heart. I want peace in my heart. I don't care what people say about my weight, my hair. I don't care. Those are trivial things. Those are my note things. Father God, what, what matters to me is the fact that I can love on my family. 
one more moment, one more day. Father God, what matters is that you provided a roof over my head. It doesn't matter how many bathrooms I got, how many bedrooms I got, what's in the backyard. It doesn't matter. Material things come and go. But the people that you love, the memories is forever. We even take that in the afterlife. But if we're constantly living in bitterness, anger, resentment, hostility, frustration, what are we going to take with us? But bitterness, hostility, anger to hell. Hell is bitterness. And Father God, we want to be in the new Jerusalem. We want to be in the promised land. Father God, I thank you for all those that went on before me in which the shoulders that I stand upon, Abraham, Noah, Moses, Jesus, Job, David, and so forth. Matthew, John, Simon, Peter, and so forth. Dr. Martin Luther King, Jane Addams. And I say this, Father God, because I think about growing up and hearing about the late Dr. Martin Luther King's speech, I have a dream that one day my children will be judged by the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. And Father God, that encompasses so much. I can't judge my white brother because he is white and other white men have discriminated against me or offended me. I can't judge my Latina uh, sisters or my Latino brothers because of what some have did against me or said about me. I can't judge my Chinese brothers and sisters based upon what some have said or did against me. I can't even judge my own people my fellow black brothers and sisters for what have some said and did to me father god the devil of colorism exists the devil of racism and prejudice exists but the one thing that i have to say today is that that demon does not exist in me father god i've said some mean things because others have said mean things to me and i repent for the derogatory statements that i have made in the past and father god i can say today that i love all your creation white black indian puerto rican chinese i love them all because they are all in me because we are created in the image of god and in saying that father god is such a love and a peace that comes over me that you don't have to judge people based on what other people did you can embrace them 
based on their character. And when we find that healing, Father God, that you have designed in us is such a serenity that you can't put in words. And I just pray for that, for everyone that has been wronged, Father God. You know, people talk about police brutality, and that does exist. However, we can't judge the profession by a couple of wolves in sheep clothing. Father God, may we as a people just love on one another, be kind to one another, and not judge one another. Father God, it's my prayer that people don't be so cruel to those because of their sexuality. Father God, we know your laws. We know. We know what's right and what's wrong. And Father God, for people to be evil and cruel to any individual Heavenly Father, that's not going to help them. Our job is to love one another, to instruct one another, and let them find their own relationship with God. Because we all, Father God, we all, all, all as children, all as children of you, we all sin by thought, word, or deed. And Father God, I know I cannot judge another person based on their own sins. Because their sins are no more worse or better than mine. And my job is to minister the word, to treat people with love and kindness, and allow your light to shine through me. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. If you or a loved one is in a crisis, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, at 1-800-273-8255. Starting July 26, the U.S. residents can call 988 to be connected to a lifeline. This information was found online and brought to you by Studying in the Word with Minister Michelle Carter Douglas. Somebody could be Amen. Amen. You know, there is no conversation 
greater than the conversation with God. Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. In your faithfulness and righteousness, come to my relief. You see, David cried out to the Lord because of God's faithfulness. Sometimes we're so busy talking to our situations that we forget to talk about our situations to our God. We're not even faithful to ourselves, but God is faithful to us. God never leaves nor forsakes us, but sometimes we turn away and even forsake God. In this world today, you have some people, what is all this going on? If there's a God, how can all this go on? Well, because for one, God gives us free will, a choice. And I think that is so selfless. I know as a mother, when I had children, I want my children to do what I say do because I don't want them to be hurt. That's selfish. I spent many years shielding them from life in fear of them being hurt. And that has hindered them. God, however, he never hinders us. He allows us to make mistakes. He allows us to rant, to rave. He allows us to go through those trials and tribulations to help us grow. God is such a well-balanced parent I could never ask for a better father, a better parent, a better God, a better protector, a better teacher. I could never ask for anyone better. He is truly omnificent. He is truly Alpha and Omega. He is truly God I am. You have some parents, they are in fear of their children making mistakes that they push them out there before they're even ready. The bottom line is we have to realize there is no perfect parent, there is no perfect child, there is no perfect husband, there is no perfect wife. There's no perfect minister. There's no perfect preacher. There's no perfect anything except a perfect God. And when we are going through our bottom, our very rock bottom, 
God wants us to cry out to him. Not our situation. And let me explain. Have you ever been in a situation to where it just seems like every single thing, including the kitchen sink, is being thrown at you? You got problems at the job. You got problems in your house. You got problems with your neighbor. You got health issues. You got financial issues. It's just like, it's not, you're not catching a break. We'll go back to the book of Job. Go back to the book of Job. Job did not talk to his situations. Job didn't talk to his situations. Job talked to God. You will see the difference. Our brother Moses. Moses had some things where he didn't talk to God. He talked to the situations where he got mad about them Ten Commandments. He was talking about, he was talking to the situation at hand. Y'all down here causing a, a, a ruckus, sinning. And with him talking to the situation, he looked at the situation as a personal person. And that's why he threw them, them tablets. Whereas if he would have talked to, and took it to God, he would have held them tablets in his hand. And that's what I had to find in life. Am I talking to the situation or am I talking to God? And here David, he's talking to God. We got to bring our situation and our problems to the Lord. That's why we're not finding a resolution in a lot of things. Because situations don't work situations out. God works situations out. And when you stop having a personal relationship with your trials and tribulations, your trials and tribulations cannot be personified where, you're, where they're having a conversation back. Because sometimes you could be in a situation where you sit on here, daggone it, I'm tired of these bills uh, uh, piling up. I'm, I'm sitting, I'm not, you know what, I ain't paying no ledger bill, I ain't paying no cable bill, they don't go nowhere. They pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up. Pretty soon you, it's piling up your cable ball or your electrical. Anybody know what happened? Where have you told God, you came to God and talked about, you know, God, I got all these bills piling up and I'm, I'm taking overtime at the job, but something something just ain't, ain't, ain't coming. Then God begins to show you, okay, remember them extra meals you ate out at the, the Olive Garden and uh, Ruby Tuesday? Permente Brothers and all that, you could have dealt. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. 
And I'm talking about a personal situation. I'm not talking about anybody else. You know, different things and stuff. I said, oh, I'm on a budget. But I said, these bills and stuff, ooh, what's going on? And I sat there and I said, and in the Holy Spirit, it was nobody but God bringing things to my, my memory. Oh, yeah, that is right. We did eat out of Permente Brothers. And cheeseburgers and fries was good. But that's $60. Okay, $60, you do without that, that's $60 in the pot. Put $10 more with that, that's your, that's, that's your cable internet there right there. And then you begin to think about things. When you bring your situations to the Lord, the Lord will work everything But sometimes we are impatient. That's another thing. And when we are impatient, you ever notice uh, when you start getting fidgety or something, you can't sit still. You, 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 you can't concentrate. And let's even go to another example. You ever not eat for a certain length of time and you're hungry? Can you focus? If you're hungry, you can't focus. You can't sit still. Just like if your house is dirty. You can't function. You can't You can't concentrate. Can't relax. No. Exactly. You can't relax. You can't relax. Remember, God is not a chaos. Satan is. Satan likes, uh, uh, Satan likes, uh, whatever that thing's name is, he loves distraction and disorganization. He loves it. He loves filth. So whenever you are distracted for anything, remember that's a situation that you need to bring to God. And you don't give your situations life. Verse 3. The enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in the darkness like those long dead. Yes. People who are being used as puppets by the adversary will persecute you. Why? Because they want you to go to the grave. Excuse my language. Some people like to worry the hell out of people because they're miserable. They're miserable. Satan is miserable. He loves to worry the hell out of people because he's going to hell. hearing my grandmother say, you know what? I, I'm leaving so-and-so alone. They're not going to worry the hell out of me. And I didn't even know. I thought it was funny when she said it because she had an accent. And I thought that was so funny. I said, ooh, grandma, I'm setting that. Somebody trying to worry her. You know. And now I get it. People that are being used as puppets, they need God's love. Remember what, what 
Martin Luther King said, darkness can't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate can't yeah. drive out hate. Only love can do that. And it, and, and it makes sense to me. Now it all comes together. When it, you ever hear the saying, it takes two to argue. That's hate versus hate. Move your car. You move your car. You move out the way. You move out the way. Move your car. Okay, I, I'm moving. I don't want no problem. God bless you. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm having a bad day today. You see the contrast? We have to incorporate our teachings because it's just like going to school. You have a textbook. In your textbook, you have the, the material of the lesson. And after each chapter, uh, well, after each section, you'll have a quiz based on what you read. Then you'll have a chapter, you know, and then after you do the whole chapter in the quizzes, you have a chapter text. God is bringing you through these situations so you can pass the overall test, the exam. But the reason why we keep failing is because we want to skim through the textbook material and go to the cheater notes on the answers to the quizzes, and then we expect to pass the exam. It's not going to happen. Everything my mother, my my grandmother, teachers, uh, people in the church who told me throughout my life, it pops up now. It pops up now. And now I see why. God is preparing you. God prepares you not just only with the Holy Bible, but the people that he ordained in your life. People, stop talking about black sheep of a family. It does not exist. Everybody has some type of a situ. Well, let me. Yeah, everybody has some type of situation where everybody does not agree. But again, the situation you take to God, you don't feed the situation. Some people say, "Oh, I'm the black sheep of the family." Stuff. So the devil tried to put that in my head. It's a lie. Everybody don't agree all the time. But God put you in that family for a reason. For a reason. Now, if somebody is physically, emotionally, or sexually harming you, that's something totally different. That person needs to be brought to justice. I'm talking about very minor things. Oh, so-and-so, they, they, they're not going to amount to anything or... Uh, make sure you hide those cookies when so-and-so comes because they eat up all the food. You know, those minor things I'm talking about. But any nobody has the right to emotionally scar or harm, hurt emotionally, uh, physically, sexually, any of that. Nobody has the right to do anything. Anybody that, that touches you the wrong way, hurts you uh, grievously, uh, words or something, it needs to be brought to attention and it needs to be addressed 
and charges need to be pressed, you know, if it's physical or sexual, you know. But I'm speaking of minor things. Sometimes in certain uh, families is, is, is colorism. Well, okay, look, so-and-so want to say I'm too light, so-and-so want to say I'm too dark. That's their, that's their opinion. Their opinion doesn't define me because I love my skin. It's something with them. And you leave it alone. And you talk to God, be like, God, you know, this thing about this colorism thing is, is really hurting me. And God will put in you like he did me, self-esteem. And when people start talking about colorism, I leave the person alone because they need a conversation with the Lord. Because God is not a partiality. God loves unity. He loves uniqueness. God loves us. He created us all out of love. Short hair, dark, uh, short hair, uh, long hair, dark skin, uh, light skin, white skin, beige skin, all skin. God loves us all. And in Psalm 143, the Holy Spirit led me to this. To let people know also, people who are close to God will endure persecutions, will endure hardships. But those hardships are not to destroy you but to season you to season your faith to bring those trials, tribulations which are temporary situations to our almighty God so from this sermon today we came to the altar to lay our burdens down, so shall they be laid down. Secondly, from this sermon, the word of God, whatever burdens that we did not lay down right now at this altar, through conversation and through fervently prayers, we are going to give them over to God to work them out. And when we come up against a situation that may want to unravel our nerves, we're going to close our mouths. We're going to silently pray and we're going to turn our light up and give that situation to God to work out. Amen. 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 Amen.